0: It's time to redefine and align to the badass leader and mother you really are. I'm your host, Nicole Weston. I have been coaching moms for the last decade on aligning to what they truly desire so they can be present with their family, create the most successful business, all while having it all. We're gonna be talking to moms all around the world who are diving into what does it mean to take care of myself? What does it mean to redefine motherhood so I can live it on my terms, so I can have it all? It's time to rise, and here's the thing, we can't do it alone. Join us as we have some of the most important conversations about how moms are taking their pain and turning it into their purpose. Let's dive in. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode on Redefine and Align. I am your host, Nicole Weston, and I am just so grateful that you are here and that you're tuning in and listening to me. Wow. Is it ever the most beautiful week? Spring is around the corner, and I have to say, the energy in the warm weather and in the sun is just, it's everything. It is everything. Everything. I have lived in Ontario my entire life. And every time spring comes around, I'm like, oh, yeah, like this is what it's about. (laughs) Uh, So thank you for being here. I hope you are finding the time, creating the time to put yourself first, to put in the AirPods, the headset. Uh, Maybe you're driving to work, maybe you're driving home from work, whatever you're doing. I am just grateful that you are spending your time with me. Today I want to talk all about breaking generational cycles. Ah, <sighs> this topic is so big. For me, anyways. And I feel like this kind of like part 2 podcast 2021 is kind of like my becoming story. My You know, stepping out and sharing so many parts of myself that maybe I just like reserved for really close friends, one on one client sessions, and just really in a space of, I just want to put it all out there. And I really, really, really want to share all of the parts of me that create me and that have, you know, really contributed to what it is that I do, who I am, and who I am being. And I've spent a lot of time, (laughs) a lot of energy and a lot of, well, I'm not going to say a lot of money, like an investment in myself um, over the last eight years. And I am just in a space now where I'm like looking at it from a different perspective and really feel like I have embodied, embodied the work. I am leading from a place of this is my neurology now. Like there's, of course, there's work to do. I will be the first person to tell you there is always going to be work to do as long as you, well, not well, when you choose it, you know, I I feel like things come to us and things happen for us um, or the belief is they're happening to us. And I know that was a turning point in my life when I realized oh, like there's way more going on here and I've got work to do. And so I want to jump into today's episode, sharing all of that with you, you know, and just kind of allowing, I always say, you know, I open up like the source and the information that needs to come through comes through. Um. So before we do that, thank you so much for being here. If you haven't yet, please subscribe, rate, and review. I love to hear from you. My biggest mission is that every single mom out there knows that she's not alone on this journey of becoming, um, of becoming the entrepreneur, of becoming the mom and the entrepreneur, of merging all of those parts of herself to really feel whole and complete. My mission in this lifetime, and probably all the other lifetimes before, is to create a community of women, of mothers, a sisterhood of women who are evolving and really, really want to take responsibility, be in their power, and know and even discover their worthiness. So I want to share with you a testimonial from a woman I worked with, I was going through a difficult time some time ago where I felt I had the weight of the world on my shoulders. I was extremely stressed, frustrated, and probably depressed. Nicole was able to help me through this tough period. Nicole is a very caring and passionate about helping people. I'm not the easiest nut to crack, but she helped me through my issues and she helped me not only believe in myself again, but to love myself and in turn allowed me to care for and love others in a way that I was not able to do before. If you're going through stuff and don't know what to do, you're not alone. If you are ready to address this, call Nicole. You won't regret it. And thank you. Thank you again, Nicole. Yes, (laughs) that is what it's all about. So this morning I was reading The Big Leap by Gay Hendrix is the title of the book. And I picked this book up like six months ago, maybe longer. And I, and I stopped and I have this thing with books that it's all intuitive for me, you know? So anyways, put the book down, picked it back up. And I'm at this place right now where it's like, what is your unique ability? And I have done this many times, especially at the beginning days of launching my business it was like, what are your unique abilities? What are your unique talents and gifts? Who are you? And, and I feel like I, I do know who I am, but that was before I became a mother. And now that I am a mother, I feel like there's so much more to me. There, there are so many more parts of myself that I'm getting to know and learn and interact with. And so when this question was posed uh, this morning, uh, I was like, oh. What do I absolutely love doing? Where do I find that the time not only flies by, but it almost expands? Ooh, think about that for a moment. What are we doing in our life, in our day-to-day where life expands? Oh gosh, what a beautiful question. And the first thing that comes to my mind is I just like to talk. (laughs) Like, I like to talk. So I've been sitting with this like with this question all day, and I realized, yeah, like, I love to talk. The moment I learned how to speak, I never stopped. I use my voice for so many, you know, I, I feel so connected to my voice. I feel I, I did vocal lessons growing up. I did singing competitions. I joined talent shows. I was always expressing myself through my voice and through like energy, like energy. People would always say, oh my gosh, I love your energy. I love your energy. It's just so, and then they just wouldn't finish the sentence. they just like, it's just so <laughs> I'm like, okay. And I just, I didn't understand like what that meant. And then it's like, when you hear it enough times, you're like, oh, there's something about my energy. And then the more that I have done the inner work and the spirituality work, and it's been five years of being on my own as an entrepreneur in business, serving other individuals and going, oh, it is my energy. It's kind of like this trifecta. I feel like I always refer to things in threes. It's kind of like mind, body, spirit. I have learned the the framework I have the coaching skills and the tools. I have the modalities to help clear out the the root of the issue and meet a client where they're at. It's like the behavioral flexibility of holding space, seeing someone where they're at and holding the space, I believe is something that is absolutely missing in the world of coaching. I believe that this way of doing the work of leading people to love themselves something that is so sacred for me is being able to hold the space for them to know that they're okay like that's for me that was that's everything and over time I started to realize there's something really unique about how I go about my work and who I am attracting and you know what is it that they're saying every time they work with me and it really is this trifecta of holding space, utilizing the modalities and the tools. I'm going to add a fourth one in there: life experience. Let's not forget life experience, and then connection to source. And um, you know, ugh, where where are we going with this? Well, if you're an entrepreneur moving from being in a career going into entrepreneurship, there are so many programs to decondition from. It's like hard wi- we are hardwired most. It's not that we're hardwired. We are consumed with this idea that we have to work a certain amount of hours in a certain amount of way, and then you are done. And I find that was such a mindfuck of a kind of a, of a conversation because it was like, I was doing the, the work that I loved and I could work with five people in a day and be ready for more. You know, I could not work all day and then have a client session at night and I would be fueled to work all, all night. (laughs) And then when I became a mother, I was like, okay, I can't work all night. Like I do need to sleep. And, um, that connection to source has been everything. So why am I sharing all of this with you? What is my unique gift? What is my unique talent talking? It sounds so chill. It sounds like really, that's it. But there's something so beautiful that happens when all of the life experiences, holding space, seeing an individual where they're at, where they have been, and where they want to go, and bringing it all through this incredible like, format, this incredible flow for the individual in front of me to go, whoa, first things first, they don't feel alone anymore. Um, Second, they feel heard. Third, they feel seen. And it's like body's response can go, okay, I don't need to defend myself. I don't need to justify because right now in this moment, she sees me. Hmm. So that's it. My unique gift is I like to talk. So when I was um, like a fresh mama, I had this dream. I have always had a dream to do a podcast, but then when I became a mother, I was like, oh, this is going to be the thing. And I had all these really cool titles and names and ideas and things, but there was something huge missing when this was all happening and it was confidence. Like I didn't know who the fuck I was after I became a mother. I just didn't know. There was so much of me that I hadn't met yet. I just hadn't met myself. I hadn't met this this incredible source, this incredible goddess inside of me yet. I hadn't met her. And, you know, like they say, sometimes you meet someone and you're like, oh, I don't really know about her. <laughs> and then you get to know each other and you're like, oh, actually, you're pretty, you're pretty cool. So I'm going to stick around. So I realized I'm going to have a podcast. This is something that I absolutely desire to do. But I was like, why? You know, why me? Who am I? And it has been something that I have evolved in. And then this question comes up today and it's like, what do you, what are, what's your unique ability? I could literally talk all day long with individuals and just continuous. It's like this portal opens up and I have access to the most incredible knowledge, um, information, possibilities, Oh it's like a craft. And I can say after I've been in the work of, you know, service to people for since 2012. And I would say that now being on my own, you know, it's like you come out from working the way that some organization has, you know, kind of encouraged you to work. And you're like, oh, so like, what's my way? What is my way? How do I do things? And it would be boom in a session that's what I love to do. I loved being in session. Why am I sharing all of this with you? Because if you're listening, there's probably a strong chance that you're an entrepreneur. There's a strong chance that you're a mom in business. And if you're not in business yet, you're listening because you see something in me and the stories I am sharing with the women I'm connecting with, and you see a part of yourself there too. So I share this with you to invite you to ask what, what are your unique gifts? Where do you find yourself expanding time? And you know, it's interesting, right? Cause the ego can come up like the ego came up with me this morning and it was like, yeah, but really, is that all it is? You just like to talk. And I was like, no, it's so much more than talking. It's like a key unlocks access to the most incredible information. And one of the ways that I do that is by having really big, meaningful conversations. So I remember when I started my journey, realizing that clients are only clients when they ask, right? Like that's something I was trained. Clients are only clients when they ask and permission, hundred percent permission. And realizing that like, my friends don't want to hear about this. My family doesn't really need to hear, but like, they're like, we don't care. (laughs) My family was like, cool. You know, and I remember being so kind of like frustrated because I wanted to, talk, but I didn't know why. Um, <laughs> I grew up all my life being told that I was dramatic and now realizing, oh, it's because that's how I process. Talking is how I process. Talking is how I understand everything. It's like everything just lines up and connects like all the dots are connected. And then I think about myself in school. Like I was just not good at school. I was not, I always, I always thought I was not smart in school. I have zero, you know, memories of ever doing homework. I don't have memories of doing projects. Like I don't remember it. And I'm sure that's because there was things going on at home. I'm sure it's because I didn't like it, <laughs> but I do remember my friends. I remember friends. I can remember laughing with one of my friends so hard. I do remember um one time at recess. I don't know how old I would have been. Well, clear I don't actually know how old I was, but we were all laughing so hard and I was like I'm going to pee my pants and I peed my pants in front of everybody. And it was like but there was the kind of laughter that you just you laugh so hard you just can't control it all. I can remember that like that was yesterday. Nothing really else. I can't remember much. Um, why, why, why am I sharing all of this with you? When we kind of dim our light, when, when I would hear how others experienced me, I would take it personally and I would think that there was something wrong with me. Um, I never wanted to hurt people. And I feel like along the way I had to learn lessons around, you know, who, like you are, I remember one of my friends saying to me, I had gone through this transformation of self-love and loving myself and just like wanting to shout it from the rooftops. I wanted everybody to know how powerful this work truly is. And The people that I had been around for so long were like, oh, you know, I was almost like repelling them and not realizing that like, I didn't ask, they didn't, they didn't give me permission. It was like that key, that portal was, was not unlocked. And I remember thinking like, why, 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 what's wrong with me? What am I doing wrong? And then the most beautiful conversation happened. It was like, Nicole, we just want you we don't want coach Nicole. We don't want social work, Nicole. And I was like, oh yeah, totally. (laughs) Like I get it. This makes so much sense. And then I just, it was like, wow, the clarity that came from that was so, so powerful. And my unique gift, I was able to continue to craft it, craft it within the sessions, craft it, for myself, understand what it all meant. There was these moments I would be in sessions and all of a sudden I would be like, did, did anything just make sense there? And it was like, yeah, everything made sense, but it happened so unconsciously and it came from probably source or you know, all of the experience. But what I saw was happening in front of me were, were my clients going, wow, 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 that makes so much sense. And why? For three reasons. They felt seen, they felt heard, and they were supported. And I was like, that, that that's it right there. If I can do that, it's not it. if I could do it. It's like, that's just what I love to do. It's just like what I know to do. So then in journey of entrepreneurship, it beca- it became this understanding how to preserve my energy, how to take care of myself, how to run a business, how to wear all the hats. Like My thing is I'm a big believer of learning how to do the things in business and then being empowered to choose to have it outsourced. I don't believe, like, and this goes for motherhood too. I think it's important to understand how or what it, what's all involved in a process in, in raising a family, and I also believe that it is not up to us to do it all. I think there is a big difference between doing it all and having it all. And I think, nah, I don't think. I know that that comes down to the emotional response of what it feels like to have a choice. I've spent so much of my life not knowing I had a choice. And I say, I say this, and I want you to know, that that stuff still sneaks up on me you know it's like oh i don't have a choice about x y and z well yeah here you are again like that thing just continuously you know it gets more and more slick and it's just one more thing to learn one more thing to add to the tool belt which is most important i think that what has been so important for me on this journey of what are these unique abilities how may i serve That for me has been everything. Doing the things that I love to do fills my soul. It fills my soul. And I want to help other moms do that too. And it takes that willingness. There's going to be fear, um, responsibility of saying like, I'm just no longer willing to do it that old way. So, when it comes to generational cycles, <laughs> it's that ability for me that continuously moves me forward. Looking back and going, I don't I I I only saw one way of doing it, and it's not my fault, it's not her fault, and it's not her fault. You know, my mother, her mother, her mother, her mother. It's nobody's fault but that I have a choice of how I want to move forward. And there's so much to unravel before that place of complete acceptance and forgiveness. And when I got trained in the quantum change process, boom, everything made sense. I was like, oh my gosh, I am here to continuously break cycles, like break one cycle after the other. And now my daughter is here and it has become even more clear of how important it is for me to break the cycles, to create a pathway for her that is just different. I get caught up in this idea that because I do this work, she's not going to have to deal with it. And that sometimes may be true, but I also come back and I go, but she has to have her own stuff. We all have our own shit. And we all have to work through it. But I just have this belief that the generations that are here now and are coming are going to have the foundational tools of emotional management that we just did not get. We, di- we, we just didn't get it. It wasn't in the curriculum. It wasn't something that was in our face. And I know there's a lot of factors that contribute to that. And I have nothing but love for all the generations before me. I, I, I am so fucking grateful for all of the women who came before me. And for me, I just think when it comes to breaking the cycles, I just want my daughter to have the tools to navigate it. Like, that's it. Like, we are humans and we have, you know, soul. And I think that the moment I started to learn the tools is when everything changed. It didn't mean that my life was perfect. It didn't mean that I didn't have pain or hurt or chaos or drama. It just meant I had tools to navigate it. It's like it's like trying to build a house without a hammer. You, you, like, you, you probably could, but it would take a long time. And that's probably not the best metaphor, but I think you get what I'm saying. I navigate parenting and navigate mothering from a space of consciously mothering myself and mothering my inner child so as to not mother my child from a place of what I don't have or what I didn't have or for what is hurting me and i and i think a lot of my training and a lot of my experience has you know created that kind of lens but i look at my partner and i would say that he is like 80% of the that reason like he is so oh, strong and like grounded and calm and Just in the moment. (laughs) He's just very present. And, you know, parents her, you know? And I find that in some of those most challenging moments or the things that potentially trigger me, it's not her, it's she's triggering my inner child. And that's where I have to do the work because that's what I can control. And She has been a mirror for me since the moment she came into this world. A mirror like so clearly that I could see it wasn't her. It was so me. And it has come down to the tools, being able to see it that way. Sometimes, you know, it would take months before I would get the learning and do the work. I remember having so many conversations with one of my best friends, like, what are you afraid of? And I'd be like, I think I'm parenting because I'm like, oh, is this gonna be the thing? Is this gonna, is this gonna be it? Is this gonna be it? Is this gonna traumatize her? Like, what is it? Because I like know so much about the unconscious mind and about all the things I have been through. And it was just like, but I can't do it that way. It like trying to parent from that way was taking me out of the moment. And then honestly, I wasn't using my gift my gift of connecting my gift of being present. Like when I am with a client, I am the, I am the most present with that individual. It's like the channel is open and I'm there of service. And then I get out of that session and I would get into my parenting and then I'd be like, wait, what? And I'd be out in the future. And I'd be thinking about the past and all these things would just interrupt me being in the moment. Um, which is fine. It's it, there's like nothing wrong with that. It was the access to the tools. It was access to the community. It was saying like, Whoa, this isn't really working for me anymore. One of the biggest things was like, not even the biggest things. One of the most obvious moments was like potty training. And, and it was during, um, for sure COVID. Um, and I think the theme for 2020 and 2021 for me has been take the pressure off. Like I feel like it, I have been co- consistently learning this lesson um since becoming a mother, but mostly the last year viscerally feeling it to the point where now I can like truly I wouldn't say I'm uh 100% competent in it and doing it without a conscious like reminder, but I'm if there's forced st- well there are four steps to the learning. Yeah. I'm at like third. So I can like viscerally feel when I have the pressure on and I can take the pressure off. And in potty training, one of the biggest examples for me was like getting off the phone and just being like, you know what? There's too much pressure. I'm just going to let it go. Like This is not working. The emotions are high. There's a lot of pressure. For me, I run this thing of like, I don't want to get it wrong. I don't want to do it wrong. You know, anyways. So I came upstairs and I said to my partner, like, we're not, we're just, we're just, we're done after lunch. We'll just, you know, put a diaper back on and refocus. And I kid you not within 30 minutes of me taking the pressure off, my daughter walked herself to the potty and sat down and went potty. I was like, what? I'm sure there's a lot of other factors, but for me and my spiritual ways, I was like, okay, I get it. I get it. I picture it as like energy, like just like picturing electrical cords being all tangled up and plugged into all of these different outlets. And like the energy doesn't know where to go. And it's all just like messy and tangly. And like there's knots in the cords and it's just like pressure. It's just like heavy, heavy, heavy. And the energy doesn't know where to go. It's just so confusing. And in parenting, for me, that was like one of the biggest moments I was like, oh, <laughs> I think breastfeeding was kind of like that too. But I was so, uh, I was in such a, the best way for me to describe those days was like dark. It was just like the lights were just off, you know? Um, So I feel like breastfeeding was probably like that too sleeping was like that too but potty training i was i had i had a lot of clarity i was really like you know navigating managing my stuff i was like really in my body that i could literally ski me take the pressure off and then like watch the magic happen and then i was like oh my gosh everyone always says your children are your mirrors but like i am living it in real time and it's interesting like for me, that's like breaking a cycle. That is me utilizing my unique gift. And it has nothing to do with anybody else, but me taking like responsibility and utilizing the tools. And then I think, okay, that's what I want for her. That's what I want for her. I want her to know that she has tools. I want her to know that she can do it differently. She doesn't have to do it my way, but she has a uh, tools that she can access. <sighs> I think we all just want the same things, um, which is why so it's so important for me in doing this work with women and mothers who are in business because the business represents so many parts of us. I think sometimes the business is a mirror to us. I think mothering is a mirror. I think our children, our mirrors, our partners, our mirrors, everything truly comes down to being a projection of what we are holding on the inside. And For me, it has come down to I have a choice because I did not know I had a choice before. My ego ran the show and I thought my ego was me. And it's like as soon as that separation started to happen, I was like, oh, my gosh, I am so much more than that. I remember being in one of the training classes. This is back when you could do the training like in a hotel um, like conference room <laughs> um, doing one of these modalities. And it was like, but what are you? And it was like, mm, I'm me, <laughs> but you're more than that. So what are you? And it just kept going and going and it just gets so deep. And I just remember at that point, I feel like something just reconnected. It was like, I just like reclaimed my truth. I was like, this is who I am. And from that moment on, I could just see so clearly that there's this ego, there's the inner child, there's me, and then there's all of the spaces in between. And at any given moment, I have a choice. And I think that if anything i can do anything i can facilitate if you're listening if you're a mom in business if you're a human that you have a choice and we didn't have the tools and that's okay because now we have a choice and navigating motherhood and business and families it is a mindfuck i think that word saved me so many times and continuously saves me. Because there doesn't always have to be a reason. We don't have to justify it all. It just gets to be a mind fuck. And so to bring it all back, I invite you to ask yourself: what do you love to do? What do you think your unique ability is? And if it's not a priority in your life, right now how can you invite it in because it will fuel you when i go days without talking or connecting with people when i go days without having meaningful conversations my energy is burnt <laughs> i always said at the beginning this podcast was like a passion project and then realizing it is it is so much more right it is this expression it is connection it is community. So, what is the one thing that you love doing? And invite it in. And, you know, the ego's probably going to come up and say, you don't have time or you don't have money or you don't have energy. And then see through it um, and invite it in and give yourself five minutes, 10 minutes, an hour. I'll say the best thing that I have done for myself in this last year of lockdown life. There's been a lot actually, but the most recent thing has been getting up out of bed, having coffee and reading a book. It has fueled me. It has been something that I've wanted to do for years, but I've never been a morning person. And I just was like, I can't, I can't keep doing this. And then my partner joined me and we are smiley and happy and you know, you spend all day at work and you come home and you're tired and you got to do the thing like we're pretty kind of routined over here, you know, pick the kid up from daycare, get her home, play, eat, play, bath, bed, rest. <laughs> and there's a lot of love, a lot of love, but we're tired. And then I noticed in the morning it was like just easy and happy and lots of love. And I it, I was like, this is fueling me and it fuels him. And getting out of bed in the morning is effortless now. Sometimes I'm like, ooh, I'm going to get up at 5.30 today. <laughs> um, it is fueling. And I think it's been almost two months. I don't know. Maybe we're on month two of doing it. Um, And the people who know me in my life would be like, there's no way you're getting up that early in the morning and doing it easily. But I'm telling you, there is a way. And it is fueling me so many ways in so many ways. So I invite you to create the time. You are so worthy. You are so worthy of time for you. And I do believe that the idea The fact that you're here and you're listening already presupposes that you are also breaking generational cycles today for yourself and for your children and for their children and for theirs, and it keeps going. It's that ripple effect, and that makes me so excited. That fuels me. So with all of that, I invite you. To take some time and think about what it is that you do that helps you expand time and if you um, haven't read the book please read the book (laughs) the big leap we will chat next week thank you so much for listening i want to hear from you what did you love about today's podcast what are you feeling inspired to do differently Find us on Facebook at Redefining Motherhood and tell us all about it. You can also follow along on Instagram at the Nicole Weston. Here's the thing. We were never meant to do this alone. And it is time to redefine motherhood and live it on our terms. I believe we can have it all. And I believe in order to do that, we've got to do it differently. Follow along and let us know. Be sure to subscribe. We drop a new episode every Wednesday.